What's good? What's good, people? Welcome to another edition of Politrick here on the Got What You Need Network. Of course, I'm your host, Scott. Um, Happy New Year to everybody, man. Um, Let's talk about some things that happened um, just before the turn of the new year. Um, We're going to talk about um, Trump being left off the Colorado 2024 um, ballot. That case is currently um, being decided by the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, will decide to take it and whether it will be decided by the time that um, Colorado has to certify their ballots. Um, while this is being decided, I know a lot of things are being said um, on both sides in regards to um, the merits of the case, um, how the case originated, and those type of things. Let's just start with who filed the case. The case was filed by six GOP Colorado voters and one independent. Not one Democrat had anything to do with the original lawsuit. That That's just the facts. All right. Um, it was a four to three decision in the Colorado Supreme Court to leave um, Donald J. Trump off the 2024 presidential ballot in that state. Um, And three Democrats dissented, but all of the um, justices were appointed by Democratic governors, just for full disclosure. But that being said, the last Republican governor in Colorado was way back in 2007. Um, and, and I say that because um, CNN, MSNBC has been, has been pointing out that the three dissenting votes came from um, justices uh, appointed by um, Democrats when all seven of them were appointed by Democrats. So, um, just like I said, just putting everything out there so that you have all the information. Um, those who voted to keep him off the ballot, ballot <laughs> cited Section 3 um, of the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, which bars insurrectionists from holding office. So they cited the January 6th insurrection as their basis for um, leaving him off the the ballot. And now um, that decision is up to um, the nine justices of the United States Supreme Court, which I believe three (laughs) he appointed. um, And it's basically a 6-3 Republican majority. But um, they have made the surprising decisions in the past so we'll see um you know what they come up with um if i'm now going to give my personal take on it um i don't have a problem with the the lawsuit um i don't have an issue with the decision 
My problem is it's so many things that he's just already been sanctioned for that shouldn't even allow him even the possibility of running for president. And I guess that's what's so disturbing that he can initiate so many things that cause conflict and then play this victim when he's then being held accountable. Um, There's a New York judge that cited in his decision basically to spend a million dollars on an expert witness with no credibility is um, just a surprisingly um, waste of money. And I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically the the gist uh, of what he said. And that doesn't go to the criminality, but that goes to the type of people that are defending him, people with no credibility. And then when the judge says this, then it's like, oh, it's a crooked judge that just wants to rule against me, you know, so on and so forth. Um, uh, Like I said, um, I I agree with the decision. I believe the Supreme Court will overturn it, which is very peculiar to me because all you hear from the GOP states' rights, states' rights, states' rights. And now when the state Supreme Court has made a decision, um, now the same GOP wants the U.S. Supreme Court to come swoop in and overrule the state because they don't agree with this state's rights because it doesn't jive with, with their dialogue. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on this, um, and I'm sure you'll, you'll hear about it. But like I said, I just wanted to give you a little bit of background. This wasn't a, a Joe Biden, a President Joe Biden hit job. Um, he didn't secretly, you know, fund this lawsuit or anything like that. Um, I just know he, he's just such an easy target. Um, you know, um, I think a a leader from El Salvador, I mean, like their government has any credibility, you know, was one of the first to come out and and say this was an overreach of power. And it's like he has nothing to do with it. And to just make this man a punching bag every time something comes out where people don't agree with is super corny. You know what I'm saying? Like he, like he's done or not done enough to take criticism based on his whether his job performance or lack thereof. For people not to attach his name to things that don't have anything to do with him. Plain and simple, six Colorado voters plus one independent filed a lawsuit and cited Section Three of the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, which bars insurrectionists from holding public office. Um, 
in the appeals court in that state. Um, it, their lawsuit was struck down. They appealed, they appealed it to the state Supreme Court and in a 4-3 decision, um, the, the state Supreme Court of Colorado agreed with um, those who filed the lawsuit. All right, all right. <sighs> um, by now you've heard about um, Jonathan Majors and him being found guilty of two counts of misdemeanor assault in New York City. Um, and of course, soon thereafter, <laughs> Marvel um, dropped him um, you know, with the quickness. Uh, we, we saw footage of, um, I guess, the Uber stopping at the light. And um, you know him getting out and, and trying to force her, the young lady, back into um, the vehicle. Um, that being said, we don't know what happened um, in the car. Um, and, and the ex is Grace um, Jabari. That is the ex-girlfriend who, who filed the lawsuit. Um, there were um, marks on her. We don't know if he inflicted them or not, but the court seemed to uh, agree with that. Um, we saw the footage of him running, but once again, like I said, we don't know what happened in, in the vehicle. Um, the court seemed to agree with her, um, although they found him not guilty of um, intentional um, assault and uh, another um and, and, and another charge as well. I'm gonna start here. Love who love who you love. Um, you, you know you, you really have no control o over that who who you're attracted to. That's and you say, well, yes, you do. And I'm like, ah, uh, you know. Um, it, it, it's funny who who you get drawn to. And, and who not, no matter how much you try um, to control that based on, um, you know, superficial things or, or what have you. Um, a lot of times it, it, it's forced, it looks forced, it feels forced, and it, it, it quite never works out. So I'll start there. That being said, man, um, I see so many men with women where I, I I don't see the connection and nor should I, you know, like being that I'm not in a relationship, but I, I just see a lot of things based on, you know, how they feel it'll help their career. Um, and I, I say that just based on some of the testimony, like a, a fight started or argument started because of um, text messages or whatever. And don't get me wrong. If you're in a relationship and you see, you know, your significant other texting someone of the opposite sex, you know, you have the right to get upset or, or, or what have you. But for all of that to break out, 
over that. And I'm just taking, like, just saying, for example, if his side is correctly, that's why I'm basing this, you know, rant on or whatever. It's like, all right, well, be mad. Uh, I want to be with you no more. Yada, yada, yada. And, and you go on about your business or whatever. But why did it have to blow up into something, you know, so big? And it's basically like, you know, who are you to be texting some other woman? You know, do you know who I am? You know, I help make you. I, you know, you know, you got creed because of me. You, you know, I, I'm, I'm the reason that, you know, you're the big star. Don't you treat me like this? And maybe that wasn't what was said, but I, I, I see, I've seen it too many times to not believe that there was somewhat of that kind of feeling within this relationship. And this isn't about all oh, stay within your own race or whatever. Once again, date who you want to date, but don't get your, don't get your cheddar and then, and then feel like you got to have a certain type. And then, you know, when it come back to smack you, um, then it's like, wow, you know, what was me? You know, I don't deserve this. And, and, and maybe you don't, you know, like I said, the only people that really know the truth are you and that woman. And, you know, I, I won't even say the driver because I'm pretty sure that they had to testify to something or whatever. But, you know, from, for now, um, you know, you know, even though he said he's appealing, or whatever, um, the court seemed to uh, agree with the young lady. And now, you know, he's dealing with um, a lot of fallout in regards to, um, you know, his career. You know, say, you know, he's done. Um, I, I wouldn't say that, but it'll be a while before a director takes a chance on him because um at least for the near future every time he's given a job um it's going to be domestic abuser you know get second chance or something along the lines to where somebody somewhere feels like he hasn't suffered enough um, you know, hey, like, you know, what, what, what are you doing helping him? Like, he should just have to grovel, you know, in some corner in this house in pain and never work in Hollywood or Bollywood <laughs> or anywhere again. And I, I, I don't think that's fair either. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, which people he's worked with in the past, um, you know, stand by his side. And that don't necessarily mean that they disagree with the decision or is not uh, sympathetic to domestic abuse. Um, just saying that um, it was um, two misdemeanors um, and Everybody deserves um, a second chance, and to his credit, he's denying, you know, the charges. So, 
Um, and even though he, he's been found guilty, he's had decisions where on appeal they have been overturned. So um, we'll just wait and, and, and see how this plays out in regards to the, to the continued legal process as well as um, his ability to, to make a living and his, um, and his chosen um, profession, which is acting. Um, a lot has come out recently in regards to um, uh, abortion. Um, and, you know, the overturning of uh, Roe Ro v. Wade and, and the Dobbs case. And um, a lot of people, well, a national story became of Kate Cox of Texas, who um, first won a decision in which um, a doctor had um, diagnosed that um, carrying her fetus to full term would put would put her at danger and the fetus has very little chance of survival and it would be the, the safest thing to do for the mother would be to abort the child. Well, crooked AG, Attorney General of Texas, Ken Paxton said, nah, I don't think what the doctor, you know, the one with the medical degree and the expertise said falls under the medical exception rule um, for um, abortion in Texas. And therefore, we're overruling the lower court and you're not eligible for abortion. And um, she, has, she has been made to travel um, to another state um, in order to get this life-saving procedure done because um, cruel men, uh, mostly in the GOP, want to control women's bodies. Um, I bring this up because, um, and she's even stated it, so I'm just going to repeat it, you know, fortunately, she has a support system and the means to be able to travel somewhere and, and get the procedure done. And she also understands um, so many women um, are suffering similar cases all across the country and they don't have the ability to, um, to get up and go like, like she has. And what's crazy is in some states, they are trying to pass laws that make it illegal for a woman to leave the state to go get an abortion. So not only do they want to control women's bodies in the state where they uh, reside, the state government wants to say that because you reside in this state where these laws are these laws, you are barred from traveling to another state where the laws differ to have the procedure done because you reside in the state where it's illegal. 
So I just want you to to wrap your your um, finger, hand, whatever around that. Now let's talk about more of the fallout from cases like this across the country. And let's talk about Brittany Watts. This is a Ohio woman who has sought treatment at a hospital before suffering a miscarriage and passing her um, non-viable fetus in her bathroom. And she faces a criminal charge. Um, She's been charged with felony abuse of a corpse. Um, The Trumbull County Court of Ohio um, records show. Now, this woman suffered, and this is a quote from her attorney. Miss Watts suffered a tragic and dangerous miscarriage that jeopardized her own life. Rather than focusing on healing physically and emotionally, she was arrested and charged with a felony. Now, she got a case pending before um, the Trumbull Court Grand Jury. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Her attorney has basically advised her not to speak until the case is resolved. So when you when you see like the cases that like actually like make, you know, national headlines and you hear about it over and over again or or, or what have you. Um though like I said, those are the ones where where people have the 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 means or the savvy to get the word out there and it becomes like a national story. Now, Quiet is kept, um, I mean, full disclosure, this was reported on, on, on CNN, but it hasn't become like the case that um, the Kate Cox case has become. And in this case, this woman is, is being charged. Like, usually when a woman has a miscarriage, you know, people want to comfort her, like, damn, you know, you heard that she lost the baby, you know, Brittany lost the baby, you know, so, you know, just, you know, kind of just be there for her and let her speak about what she wants to speak about, you know, don't force the conversation or whatever, you know, you feel like you have to do to help your friend, a loved one. But here, because once again, cruel, insensitive laws passed by mostly elderly white men is putting this woman's freedom in jeopardy when she's already trying to heal not only her body from a physical standpoint from having a miscarriage, but also from a mental standpoint of losing a child. Like I like I'm 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 pausing a lot because to just fathom that this is what's going on in 2023, 2024 um in the United States of America like should scare you. Like I don't want to get off subject, but we got a group called Moms for Liberty who was all across the country trying to um, gain seats on 
um, different school boards. And, you know, shout out to the different voters from all across the country that was like, hey, we might differ, but we're not putting these crazy bitches in office or whatever. So kudos to you. But then later on, we find out that, like, the head, the, the, the head of the group um, is involved in all of this risque, you know, behavior. Her, her husband is, is being charged. Um, with with different counts of um, sexual assault and, and, and different things like that, but these are the people that we're uh, we are allowing to be like the moral police in this country. Like this is no shot at no political party or anything like that. But what I but do the do the research for yourself if you don't believe me. I'm just telling you is that the the GOP and a lot of red states are really trying to see what they can do to control the citizens of their state. We have we have a case where um, in the state of Virginia, like right before their election, um, I think there were 20,000 voters taken, um, just erroneously taken off the voter roll when then, when the governor's office originally, um, admitted to like 200. We have in the state of Texas where they basically said, man, too many people, and no, excuse me, too many black and Hispanic um, people are voting in Harris County. So we, we're going to take over the um, election board of that county, and we're going to disqualify whatever votes we feel are illegal. Basically, we are going to temper the effect that Harris, the Harris County vote has on the rest of the state of Texas. You know, it's too many. It's too many votes that we don't like coming from that state, from that part of the state. They got to be illegal. Now, remember, you know, 20, 25 years ago, um, it was you know, black people shouldn't complain because they don't vote. Now, black people are voting and people are complaining that too many black people are voting, so they must be illegal. And I'm, I just go back to voting because um, if voting didn't matter, these various state attorneys, and I'm not even talking about Wisconsin or Michigan right now, and these are northern blue states in which their state GOP are still trying different shenanigans to once again disqualify black votes. And if voting didn't matter, so many groups with a whole lot of paper wouldn't be fighting so hard to stop the vote. And they want to stop the vote because they can increase their control. And usually control is like 
let's say like the law in Oklahoma that was uh, recently passed that basically makes it illegal for any um, state, any state employer to use diversity as any factor in hiring, to have diversity as part of any of the official state literature. And once again, like that's just the tip of the iceberg, just to see, you know, what he could get away with. And then the next time he'll he'll sign a different executive order. You know, one minute the GOP is complaining about wasting the money, but um Arkansas governor Sarah Huckabee um Sanders got caught ordering, well, fake ordering a, lec a lectern, like a basically a stand for her to speak in front of that she never received, but still invoiced the state for 22000 And we're hearing that the lectern was only like, supposed to cost like 2000 or whatever. So you know she basically pocketed the money. And what's the what's the um, response from the GOP? Oh, Democrats don't have anything better to do than to worry about you know a governor and um, a, a stand and this that and the other. So, like I said, going back to this Brittany Watts case and even the Kate Cox case because she shouldn't be given any less compassion because once again her and her family ha has the means for her to be able to go to another state you know keep that hush and you know and, and get the procedure done but once again we got to keep an eye on states that are going so far to say oh we are trying to travel to states where they do where abortion is legal well we gonna we're gonna um try to control that as well and we're going to pass laws that make it a felony to cross state lines in order to have um abortion done so it's basically like if a woman wants to have a procedure done have this procedure done and she lives in one of those states well let's say this crazy law that i'm speaking of gets passed they literally have to move out of that state and move to another state to avoid prosecution. And if uh, if that don't scare you, I, I just don't know what else will, man. Like, um, with all the things that are going on in this world where, you know, prices going up, on with food and, and everything i mean like deodorant lotion like everything is higher me and the wife was walking around um writing just looking at like different prices and i'm like damn like like six dollars for a, a stick of deodorant you know ten dollars for like lotion that was like four dollars you know, a year or two ago. And these are just a couple of items. Imagine like like the food cost. Um 
we were t- I was talking with a, a friend. We were um, up early, and um, like and like he's ordering breakfast. I was just grabbing some coffee, and he was like, "Yeah, crazy." I said, "Yeah." I was like, "Pretty much like a bacon, egg, and cheese, and like a hash brown is like seven, eight dollars now. Like that was a three dollar, two dollar, nah, two dollars maybe stretching it, but a three dollar, four dollar meal. And now it, you know, it's double that now." Like uh, a two egg breakfast at like a, a, a deli or somewhere like that that serves serve breakfast in the morning. You know, you can usually you get that for like four or five dollars. Like that's a ten, twelve dollar meal now. You know, um, and even with like, you know, the employment rate going down, I mean, it's still jobs still trying to pay uh, wages in the team. And I, I just think that's criminal for most jobs, especially with how much money these corporations as a whole is making. So notice, like, all the things that you have to buy are going up, but I'm still seeing job offerings for $16, $17 or whatever. And don't get me wrong, $20 not enough, but... That's where wages need to start based on um, inflation and, 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 the, and the price gouging in places other than gas, because that's not the only place where price gouging is done. Like a lot of these food manufacturers, you know, when they had to raise prices because of the pandemic, never like decided, all right, we can go back to normal or at least drop a little bit. Hey, if they're going to keep buying, you know, hey, it is what it is. And and, and that's what's happening, man. So, like I said, um, let's keep an eye on um, Trump in Colorado, um, Jonathan Majors, no matter what side of the fence you're on. I know some things I said people probably disagree with, but that's just from where I'm sitting. Uh, I see a lot of people post their point of view. <laughs> this podcast, some of these things are going to be, you know, things I point out as facts and other things are going to be my point of view. That's just what it is. And let's keep praying for, you know, Brittany Watts that um, the grand jury in, in Ohio will have some sense and realize, like, how frivolous these charges are against this woman and, and, and drop them ASAP. All right? All right? Until next time, peace from Politrick. Oh, and be sure to check out the other great um, podcasts on this great, great network, the Encourage and Inspire podcast, um, Talking with E, um, Life and Love, as well as the Black Male podcast. And this is Politrick. Peace.